Watch the freestyle. Yo. It's another episode. We weekly. A little something different, you know what I'm saying? Uh we we hear, you know, some the Midwest Melon Mafia was like, yo, we should talk about the events from this weekend and some other stuff. But today, you know, it's just me and we got uh, a member from down for the count. Y'all know her, but I'm going to let her introduce herself. <laughs> hey, what's up, y'all? It's just me, Tiff. Everybody Tiff. else just, I don't know. I don't know what happened. It wasn't me this time. We don't. <laughs> it wasn't I came her. in like I was supposed to. <laughs> she came in like she was supposed to. Yo, did you watch SummerSlam? I did. I did. It was it was a good show. I enjoyed it. Did you? Because a lot of people saying SummerSlam won it. I like SummerSlam. I don't understand what people were expecting. Um, I saw a lot of people talking about because of the writer strike and everything. The Rock was going to show up and got disappointed. I always go into these shows with the mindset of I don't expect nothing, and I enjoy it better that way. Rather than worrying about what could be, I just focus on what I see. I enjoyed the show. Yeah, I don't even know why the Rock situation happened, talking about he's going to show up because of the writer's strike. I was like, what? What doesn't even make sense for him to show up now with a writer's strike? Like, you know. I, I have no idea. that It was that. It was the Kyrie Sane thing. Um, oh, she is was, back in the E. That's what they say. At the, well, I saw yeah. her message. She said at the end of September, she taking an indefinite leave of absence from stardom. <clears throat> okay. And she said the main cause of that was when she lost that, uh, the champion, well, both the champion, well, her championship. So shout out to Kyrie Zane. I guess you're coming back to WWE. going to see what's cracking. But I see with uh, young H over there in charge, you know what I'm saying? They like it. They like it a little bit more. Tiffany, we got somebody who joined us out here in these streets. Who that? What's the word, family? You know what it is. Catch you on Scope Podcast. Hashtag catch you on. We catch you on back in the building yet again with <laughs> the Midwest Melna Mafia with the family of We Love Wrestling. Down for the count. I'm not sure if Culture Cast in here, but shout out to them too as well. Welcome to the family. How y'all doing? Hey, this me coming in every time with a whole speech ready. A whole new intro. <laughs> we just talking about uh um SummerSlam right now. Uh, you know, the slam of summers. You know what I'm saying? One of the highest grossing summer slams of all time. Shout out to the blood oh, the highest grossing. You yeah, know, like every uh every PLE they having this year is becoming the highest grossing and people like Oh, y'all should bring SummerSlam back to Detroit. I'm like, it's not because it was in Detroit. They just on a roll right now. That's the truth. <laughs> Detroit need more shit in their downtown area, too. But that's what we hear here. Because it was like, come back to Detroit. And let me tell you, um, Ooh, Detroit under it? construction. Y'all got to get right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I was because when I was done with the pay per view, I turned my ass around and walked my ass across. Uh, well, I drove my ass across eight uh, mile road and shit, you know. But that's neither here nor there. What else uh, stood out to you about SummerSlam? 
Oh, snap. Uh, shout out to Brittany on uh, Culture Cast. The shirt that I had her get me at the superstore. I didn't see anybody else in that shirt uh, while I was at SummerSlam, which was crazy because oh. it was at the superstore. Um, but then also I was getting asked by a lot of people, where did I get my shirt from? Because apparently if you didn't get that shirt on Thursday, you weren't getting the shirt. So shout out to me having that shirt, um, you know, because <laughs> when I was walking, people was like, yo, that mug, that's for some, like, where was that at? I was like, my buddy got it at WWE uh, in the store. It was like, shut up. I was like, yeah. So, you know, shout out to that. Also, I did not know Cody Rose had a WWE Funko Pop. He does. I have it. <laughs> you do? You only got yes. one or you got two? I have one. Damn, I need one. I bought it. My brother bought it for me. Uh, Little kid. Little kid at the show was like, had one. And I was like, oh, shit. And he was like, they got him over at the stand. And I didn't even think about it. Like, when he told me, I was like, I need to go get one. I didn't go get one. Got online. They all sold out. But I saw one for like $48. But I'll wait because they was only 15 in the superstore. $48? Yeah, because they sold out of every store, so WWE the only one who had them. Oh shit, they might be on WWE. Mine up. Where did he get it from? Walmart. He got mine from Walmart for like twenty dollars. My Walmart sold out. I definitely went to Walmart today, uh, just to check on Funkos and uh, action figures and shit. But off that, I do collect the Funko Pops. I do have a couple of them for the WWE superstars. I collect them too. I just didn't know Cody had one because if I did, I would have had that one sitting in the house right next to the uh, NJPW boy that he had. Um, We are talking about SummerSlam, but I want to talk about something that's uh, close to my heart also about women's wrestling. Um, At SummerSlam, I don't know if it came through on TV because I didn't watch this match. I didn't watch all the show back. But like the Shayna and Ronda match, everybody, people was in there. This is boring. This is boring. I I heard. I I could see. All that stuff. (laughs) Um, But my thing is, y'all talk about how y'all want better for women's wrestling. But then y'all shit on some women's wrestling. Um, it's like y'all care about some women and y'all don't care about other women. Because when we talk about some women out there wrestling, you like, oh, they're good. You know, they only get one match on the show. And y'all saying that shit's cool. Uh, the E have a few people on the show and y'all still every week saying the women need more. So why do they need more when they doing more than the other company? But the other company is fine with what they doing. It's confusing to me. <laughs> but yeah, shit's confusing all the way. Uh, back to uh, SummerSlam, Brock. You shouldn't have shit Cody's hand, bro. Why shouldn't he? Oh, uh, that's the beast, man. You can't see the oh, beast out here shaking it. hands. Oh, shit, they got the beast out here shaking hands. I was like, nah. I feel like that's on this close to being the end of Brock Lesnar right there. Like he's I mean, shaking, shaking hand, raising fists after a long. You know, out here kissing babies and shit. I'm like Brock, they ain't you. Oh, yeah, I'm trying it. <laughs> you know that ain't Brock shaking. Up. Who? Who? Well, he shook Roman hand. He shook Cody hmm. hand. 
He yeah. shook Seth's hand. But that ain't yeah. Brock. That ain't Brock. Mm-mm. Well, he got to pass the torch some way. He ain't passing it to none of them. Right. He need to pass it to somebody. Mm-hmm. It ain't over for Brock yet. He is the the scare the single most scariest human being I've ever seen in person. When I was at a fucking raw, he came out and I was on the ramp side, and I said, "I understand why people say this man is scary." Because <laughs> could you imagine you about to fight and they say, "Here come Brock Lesnar," you like what? <laughs> <laughs> that man literally is big as hell. Like, ain't Bro, no he walked by me and I was like, "I get it." I get it. I understand. Um, what else happened? God damn it, Jimmy! Um, Definitely see that coming. I I saw it. I felt like it because they was talking at what was the match they just had uh at Money in the Bank. They did the USO interview. Yeah, and they asked them. Has anybody ever come to me y'all about feuding against each other? And they was like, and they say yeah, they say, yeah. yeah. But you know, we, we want to do it. Uh, our dream match is WrestleMania, and I was like, yeah. they out here planting seeds. So yeah. even though people are mad that this is happening, I'm like, it's gonna make it even better when the Usos reunite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we about a year down the road. I hope they keep them away from each other for about a year. Then they come back and do it. Uh, also, them losing the tag team titles. You see where the tag team division is now. Oh. 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 Let's go. Well, How y'all feel about I the tag mean, team division? It, it ain't no division, really. On either side, if we're being fair. I mean, it could be there, but they just not True. doing a good job of maintaining it. Because Agreed. there there are tag teams on yes. that roster. There are tag teams on that roster. They just put them to the wayside and just forget about them. Like there there's tag teams there. There's enough True. tag teams they that they could split the Raw SmackDown tag team titles on separate shows, they just don't utilize them properly or correctly. That's true. Like, it's all there. You, you, could, you could probably name about at least 10 to 12 factions of tag teams that are out there right now. I, I don't deny. I agree. I do think that's on booking. But <sighs> Triple H is a storyline guy. And if there ain't no story there, he don't use it. Right. There probably ain't no room right now for the storylines too as well. So he just got to make time for that. It's room. Or he can stop putting Judgment Day on Mondays for for more than 30 minutes and give other people time. I hear like Judgment Day. Um, The only thing I don't like with Judgment Day is the real dynamic. Like, that uh tonight on Raw, because this is a Monday, you know, that Zoe Sark Shayna Baszler confrontation. Oh, she was speaking nice. the tag teams. She was what? Oh no, don't say that yet. Don't say that yet. You gonna see it. You gonna see it. That's why I said speaking the tag teams. It's happening right now on Raw? Yeah, right now. 
Yeah. Oh, I'm not watching, Raw. What's going on? Viking Raiders are out there, and they got somebody else coming out there. I don't know who coming out. You gonna see it? Oh, but uh, it, it's something that everybody gonna appreciate. Ooh. Is this New Day? New Day. It's New Day. Yeah. Kofi and the <laughs> Yeah. Kofi back. back. Yeah. Hey, Xavier got the curls popping this shit. Go ahead. Oh, snap. Hold on. Serious. They rock. New. There's tag teams there. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you need tag Right. Uh, since we speak in the new day, the doctors have advised Big E not to return to wrestling. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah, but they thinking about putting him on commentary. Yeah, yeah. He, he needs that, that time some meal check. I would love to hear Biggie on commentary. He would work on Mondays with um Wade and uh Cole. So I say do it. It's either there just him being a bastard, honestly. He got he got what? the person that uh, WB ambassador, like Titus O'Neill. Yeah. Um. Like um Titus, the same thing Titus is doing. Yeah, just go around representing the WWE, no speaking, talking the organization, children, stuff like that. Like, he got the popularity, got the charisma, got the speaking ability. Yep. Like, I don't see a problem yep. with it at all. It works. I yeah. mean, give Big E some time, he'll probably be able to come back and pull the same thing that the rest of the guys were able to do, like Soraya and Edge, but he's going to need time. And I'd rather them let him be on commentary or do work that's minor than to get in the ring and possibly injure himself even further. So I'm okay with that. Let me get it out of my system. We think he will want to return. (laughs) 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 But do you think he do you think he would want to return to the ring though? I think he would at some point. I think if if given the opportunity, I mean it's fully it's fully up to Biggie. I would I would let him be on commentary for a while or be an ambassador, like you said, and then I would have um after some years, give him like two, maybe three years and see where where they are now with the doctors and everything, see what they can do. If he wants to come back, I'd let him come back. But yeah. he would it, he would be heavily protected, of course. No matches with Ridge, got it. <laughs> you said what? You said no matches with Ridge Holland. Oh, yeah. I don't care if he think it's fighting night. It ain't gonna be no fighting around here. Um if we talking about tag teams though, we we we, we got to talk about this because I need to hear Tiffany uh, opinion. Tiffany, you had a lot to say about Bobby Lashley can't keep teach uh Dawkins about style. So what you think about Dawkins style on uh, Friday? He's wearing a Bobby Lashley suit. <laughs> Bobby Lashley suit? He's wearing one of Bobby Lashley's suits. So. Bobby Lashley ain't never wore no peach like that, boy. He ain't never wore that before. You sure? He ain't never wore no peach jacket like that, boy. Okay. <laughs> you know, Bobby, the plain color guy. Okay. And Dawkins got that part in his head looking like an old Martin Luther King photo. Um, we ain't got him some topic. 
Put it on the Here's wall. Here's all I see. Oh, don't do that. Don't do that to Here's all I see about. She said, got some what? She said, he put topic on his <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's true. Uh, that's right. Yo, no, so at SummerSlam, here's why I said that's true. <laughs> at SummerSlam, all the black women was like, yo, we see Dawkins dressed up because we were sick of those sweats and everything he had on with the headband. And then the next thing they said, uh, he got that Beijing in his head because you could see like the different <laughs> colors or something. But they like his style, but they all they all called out, you know how black women are, they all called out the Beijing. You it was about eight it. of them too. I mean, they was like, "Oh, we see the Beijing." Don't, just because, just because he covered up that ball spot, man. That, that's it. But still, he had to cover it up, and he had to shave that sparse beard he was sporting too. So that's cool. He not mm-hmm. a bad looking dude, and he looked he at least he got the suit to fit. He ain't walking around like Bobby Lashley with the jacket too big and tight ass flooding pants. So. It looked nice on him. He looked nice. I'll give him that. But Bobby Lashley still ain't got no style. And I'll ring that for the rooftops. I don't care what nobody say. I feel you, man. Um, My whole thing is about that. Get off that black man so much. No. (laughs) No. There's already enough people that talk bad about black man style. So I just don't like it when when black people going in on it. Um, I should be able to do it because I'm black. I don't understand that. We can can talk about other people's style the way that you uh, going in on Bobby Lashley, but we don't. I Uh, talk about a lot of people's style. And you know it. Just leave Bobby alone. You know what I'm saying? We trying to get a a prominent black person back to the top spot. and It's going to happen whether I want it to happen or not. And quite frankly, I don't know, Tiffany. They starting to listen to the black woman. They starting to listen to the black woman. Oh, shit. Outside of how my personal feelings of Bobby, I don't have a problem with the Street Profits being with him and then moving forward as a faction together. I don't have an issue with that. In fact, I think it would work. And I think it would work better than it worked for the Hurt Business, mainly because of the Street Profits. So I'm not, like, opposed to this formation of a faction. I'm not at all. But... I stand by what I said. Bobby Lashley ain't got no damn style. He never has. Let's Sage, move on from that. Say dress yeah. like a pass on Easter. Always. <laughs> we ain't gonna stay on that too much longer. Bobby Lashley, do your thing, baby. Keep keep doing dressing how you dress. Just go get a championship or something. Cause uh I feel like they're about to put you in a manager role and you better not be no goddamn manager. World's Why biggest man. You don't like that? Huh? You don't like that? You don't like him being no manager? You you ain't a fan of that? Bobby Lashley being a manager? Yeah. The nigga can't talk. Yeah. <laughs> not sorry, Bobby. I'm sorry, Bobby. You not you not a promo guy. You know what I'm saying? That's why y'all just meet up people. Um but <laughs> You know what I'm saying? When you get mad, you start talking, but that's only because you got that aggressiveness, but being a manager for the street prop, the street profits don't need no damn manager, nobody to talk to them. They got Montez. I agree. I um, 100% agree. But yeah, we got, we got to get, we got, we got to get Bobby back in the ring because I still, in my head, want to see a Bobby versus Roman match because as Roman's been this champion with this long ass run, he only fake, 
Then has he faced a real competitor for the world title, a black competitor? I think he may have faced Xavier Woods on the show, but it wasn't for the title. I think he had Montez Ford, but I need a pay-per-view match with, with Roman and a black competitor. And Bobby, you looking like that person, especially after you even had your, your Brock view. So Jay um, Uso don't count? The who? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Well, you're right. They are some old niggas. Um, <laughs> but, um, nah, we ain't gonna count the Usos like that. We we won't Bobby. Um, <laughs> I can't stand him. Yeah, we won't Bobby. Um, oh, I can say that on the podcast. I just thought about that. I was like, this is YouTube. We might have got a strike. But um, yeah. Uh, what else happened on that? Oh, as we all predicted. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and give all of us a, a round of applause. Charlotte, Bianca, and Oscar cooked. Yes, they did. And the EO Scott cash in at the end just made it that much more um enjoyable for me. Like I, I was I, I was shocked when Bianca won because I now listen. I WWE do some things, but Bianca sold me that she was hurt. Okay. And I didn't see her until she was walking back on the steps getting on the top rope, which another pet peeve of mine. Every time somebody in the wrestling ring, just just watch this. When they leg get hurt and they start to do a comeback, they always go to the top rope. And I'm like, your <laughs> leg was just being worked on, bro. Come right. on. Think about this shit when y'all be doing some of this. Like, if they just worked on your leg and you was there holding it and you getting down, yeah, your adrenaline going, but like two minutes after they working on your head and you doing your comeback, do not go to that top rope. I Bianca, agree. I like the way you got up there and you were shaking like, oh, is my knee gonna hold? Is my knee gonna hold? And then you did your amazing 450 splash, which we don't see that all the time. No, we don't. But only, only for the PLEs. But not even all the PLEs. Maybe just the big four. Rare PLE for the rare PLE. It's a rare. That, I said, oh, when she got up to the rope, I said, she ain't about to do the 450. No, she ain't about to do, oh, she doing the 450 out here in the street, man. Oh, I was like, they just got me with the leg injury. I thought she was done, done. Then she won the championship and I lost it. I wasn't even recording on the phone at the point. I was like, <laughs> Drop this shit. And then I looked, I said, oh, she, oh, she, she won. Oh, I was like, well, here come EO and then that's my shit boy I'm really surprised that they put the belt on Bianca to have it lose that quickly me too yeah I thought they would have did that to Charlotte just to help her out with her it happened to Charlotte like two times already though I mean so they probably was like we can't do it to Charlotte and then when we were sitting there, we was like, it would make sense because she came in and attacked Bianca's knee, which was still hurt. So if Bianca was kind of like legitimately injured, they low-key just made Bianca like a two-time SmackDown Women's Champion, I believe. I mean, a two-time, well, her first time yeah. holding, yeah, her first time holding that, that, that new belt design. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I see him just... You know, stacking it up, but you got Oscar, you got Bianca, then you got E. 
I want to see that triple threat match. <laughs> Give me a fatal four way. You show Star Charlotte in there because she seemed to That's be cooking with, with other people that cook. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then on the reverse side, we can go over here to Raw and you can give me Becky, Rhea, uh, Shayna, and Zoe over here. You can start a whole thing with that because they were talking and Rhea could be like, you, you said you're the baddest person out here, Zoe, because Becky alluded to that too. She said you could be wrestling for the WWE, uh, the Women's Championship. So, you know, you got to feel that's coming at a point. And then Shayna, they building her back up. So, so Raw got something cooking over there. Becky and Rhea, you know, they already had their stare downs before uh, Rhea won the championship. Raw can cook some stuff over there with that women's division, you know, maybe in October around fast lane time. Because then we also got to think about what we're going to do with the war games. Lord have mercy. It's a lot. I'm thinking probably Raquel, if Liv back. Indy and Candice, you know, they was in the back with Ray Kale and shit on one team. And then I don't know who would be on Rhea's team. Maybe Rhea. Maybe. Maybe Zoe. Maybe Shayna. I don't know who would be a fourth. I'm way too far ahead thinking this guy, so I don't know. Um. But Rhea, get that belt in some motion with something. I know they're trying to wait on Raquel, but shit. Um, what else? What else we got? Um, shout out to Gunther, still a champion. For now, mm-hmm. that was a good move. That was a good move. Shout out to uh Seth. I mean, yeah, because he only got like twenty days, I believe, before he comes to the longest reigning IC champion. Yeah, and I can see him dropping that belt at like the next pay per view, which is Payback in Pittsburgh. Yep. So it makes sense, you know. We said that last time we did one of these, so it, it, it makes sense. Uh Austin Theory, I know you weren't on this card, but I need you to lose that belt. God in heaven, we all did. <sighs> they just don't they just don't have any plans for them. That's the thing about it. Vince but like <laughs> Vince been on medical <laughs> leave, huh? I but mean, like, he but that, you, had several plans for him. Even with just Triple H at the helm, he's been a lead out before he was moved to SmackDown. And that shit didn't pan out either, if we being fair. So it's been time to drop that title from Theory. Yeah, because like right now he, he hits ceiling with his stardom pretty much. I can't see him being no higher right now than a competitive mid-carder, personally. If he don't get, like, let's say they finally, like, put the full nail in the coffin of the bloodline and then Paul's like, I want to go for a younger talent. All right, bet. That's the closest I would think Theory could get to superstardom is to have Paul in his... um in his corner, and he will have to learn from him under his tutelage. Like, that's his, that's his best option, in my opinion, because he just doesn't, promo-wise, he doesn't cut it. There's no believability in what he's saying, and I'm just like, that's just outside of, like, kayfabe, just realistically, 
he just doesn't he doesn't sit well in the promos. He's he's not doing well. It's just, it's just the, oh damn. Wise, he's excellent. No, you're yeah. good. No, I, was, I saw Raquel had paint came on screen. Yeah, his delivery is his delivery is just off. That's the thing about it. Yeah. Like, the content there he got is, is is decent, but like the way he just presents it, it I don't know where it is. I blame John Cena because John Cena told him exactly what would happen. And after he won that match at Mania, that's exactly well. what happened. <laughs> I mean, did he lie though? He didn't. That's what I said. As soon as Cena told him what happened, that's exactly what happened after uh after Mania. The fact that Cena be putting too much truth into his promos is wild. <laughs> yeah, he do. Oh damn, Raquel just hit the shit out of Bria. Jesus Christ. She out here whooping her ass and it's not clear. They want this match so bad. I I'm over it. Right. <laughs> Damn, everybody beating up uh beating up on Rhea. Well, Rhea started it. Shit. Every time we turn around, she attacking somebody. Who all beating up on Rhea right now? It's uh, just Raquel right. right now. No, Candice Ray popped out too. Oh, I ain't see Candace yet. Oh, here come Candace. She coming from yeah. the back. Trying to stop him. Indy too. Yeah, they both um, trying to keep Raquel back. Are the tag team championships women tag team championships cursed? Ooh. Right at this point, they just need they just need to get rid of it. Honestly, I I, I wish they would create some type of mid card title instead. Damn, yeah, they need to, they need to do that in repli- in in place of the tag team because it's not yeah. Because one, it's, it's not enough women on the roster to do have a tag team title, which is probably why they got rid of the NXT ones. You know, they just need to get rid of this one too as well, and just they create just, a mid card title. You know, it's almost like they they have an issue with booking these women titles properly. Plus, everybody think the damn titles curse because everybody that hold them end up getting injured at some point. Yeah. Also, um, they actually do have women's tag teams. Um, so you have Caden and Casey who came up, but then yeah. you really got to look at the NXT women because you got uh Valentina and Jalissa Leon down there, they cooking another yeah. tag team. Um, Lola Vice and Electra Lopez just started cooking together, you know, Electra uh teaching uh Lola Vice more ring technique than Lola teaching Electra more MMA stuff. Um, so I like they like dynamic, and then you can't forget about Jakara and uh, Last Legend. You know, when I went to NXT down in Florida, when I was down there, they actually said that the next plan for them was to go after the tag team championship. So I feel like if you they they can work something, but they just don't use it like they should. Like y'all said, they're not booking it right. Well, it sound like you said they should should get the tag team titles down on NXT instead of bring them to the main card. I mean. <laughs> I mean, you see, and then, oh, no disrespect. I totally forgot. Isla Dawn and Ava Fire, where they at? I don't know where they at. Still got damn. After that, they just just disappeared. I see. No, that's uh, right. After that loss, they have not been on TV since. 
And I think it's because they got to go back home after a while because some of them, when the NXT UK stopped and they came over, they hadn't been home in like a year or two years. Um, but I do expect them to come back soon because um, I heard some some a little bit of talk, but I do expect to see them back soon. But yeah, the Women's Tag Team Championships, yeah, they gave them to Ronda and Shayna, and that's what really messed it up. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. I mean, yeah, but I mean, for what it what it gave us in the end, I was okay with it. Like the match? It, it, them not well, yeah. How it led to them splitting up, oh, so okay. I was fine with that because they didn't have it long, so I could understand it better if they had it like three months, oh, and then they did it. It was right. it wasn't that long, so I was, was like, okay. It was Raquel. You right. You right. Shayna and Ronda actually used it to start something, which was better. But Raquel came back with Liv, and Raquel was the reason. You right, mm-hmm. you right. So I don't mind it. I I'm I'm with y'all. I think they should send them back to NXT. Alba and Isla can compete in NXT for those titles too. Those titles are supposed to float between the three yeah, all three. Anyway. Yep. So let them go back to NXT since right now. Your current champion, one of the current champions, has a torn ACL. She's gonna be gone for a year, at max. She's gonna be gone. So Chelsea's gonna be out of her title reign, which is unfortunate for Chelsea, but that's just how the chips fall, unfortunately. So send them back to NXT. Let the girls fight over it in NXT. Shauna book it right. And Chelsea, I don't know. At least you got a tag team title run on your thing. I don't. What I would love to see before they give up the tag team titles to somebody is like Chelsea going around being the character that she is, Chelsea, and I mean, a, a Karen, and looking for a tag team partner and just getting on people's nerves for a little bit. I would, because I, mean, be- I, I like her character, you know what I'm saying? That shit's hilarious to me. Um, but if Sonya's out for a year, this is way too soon book fantasy booking right here. Maybe by this point, you know, uh, Mandy would have got her stuff together and you could bring Sonya and Mandy back for a run. Like, that would be silly to the motherfucker um, just to see the evolution. But that's just me fantasy booking some shit that I don't think will happen at all. But it would be fun she to gotta see. Give up, she got to give up the pseudo porn stuff in order that's to That's what I'm that. saying. After a year, you know what I'm saying? She may, like, if she give it up in, like, six months and then, you know, they give her six months to chill out. It could be like, I mean, I don't know, you know, because she probably got to get some type of modeling deal where she don't have to do the pseudo porn no more. You see yeah. it. She mm. could have got that before she started doing the porn. She was doing what she was doing, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I wasn't mad when I heard how much she made in that first day. I was like, I would leave my job too if I made that in one day because that set, set you up for five years and all the stuff you could do with that is like, <laughs> I don't know about that. You made bank that first that first day, that first week. They said she was a millionaire. Right. Yeah, she my boys go all out the window for that. And that millionaire right there, I could be like, <laughs> if you gave me a million right now, you wouldn't have to worry about me because I'm ready to do everything. I'm going to put some money to the side. We get ready to invest. I'm going to make sure my people get their stuff right. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's 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 beautiful, too. Um, What else is going on in the E? Y'all talk okay. about y'all talk about Ricochet and Logan Paul? No, <laughs> no, we did not. Logan, 
<laughs> I saw Logan Paul downtown Detroit filming a prime commercial in his uh, blue car. You know, that boy was riding clean. Um, him overall as a performer, he does some cool moves. Uh, I don't really know what he was doing before this, but a lot of people don't like him. Um, I'm upset that he beat Ricochet. I will say that. Oh. But I could see that it was going to happen, but I'm very upset that Ricochet had to be the one to take that L. I I agree, but I saw it. He hadn't won a match in over a year. You, so yep. I was aware that he was going to win. I was prepared for that. How he won, though, made it even worse. So, mm. But if you're clear on what he was doing before this, that damn podcast and his YouTube channel and fights, them fixed fights, him and Jake Paul be putting on, that's all he did. Prior to that, he's always been a controversial figure because all PR is good PR to him. So he goes viral, good or bad. And most and people don't like him. He, yeah, unfortunately, yeah, he is. But okay. Ohio ain't the greatest state. And now in Cleveland, if we be in fair, let, let's just say a lot of people from Cleveland ain't shit. So we'll just leave it at that. And you want a PLE in Cleveland? No, I'm just playing. I definitely do. <laughs> I live here. What do you want me to say? I like, definitely do. If Detroit can get one, we can get one. <laughs> I mean, Thank that's you. true. That, that's Thank very you. true. Uh, I mean, he, he also, saying him did okay though. They they weren't terrible. Yeah. And Logan yeah, Paul still ended up making it to his brother boxing match later on that night. And yeah. I heard he got into a fight. Uh, someone tried to. Some we'll talk about later. Someone tried to swing a chair at him um, from the audience <laughs> while he was at his brother's fight. And he was still oh, in wrestling gear. Yeah. Also, what? Um, yeah, he showed up. He was in his wrestling gear <laughs> shit. Um, because he went straight from Detroit and flew down to Dallas and got there in time to walk out with his bro, which is actually some cool ass shit if you think about it. Because it's like. It's like a two hour and forty minute flight from Detroit to Dallas. But he was also on a private jet. So they might have got there a little oh, quicker. Um shout out to talking about Ricochet, I got to shout out Samantha Urban because he did say Samantha was helping him get more comfortable with speaking and doing his promos and you know if if watching if you watching WWE, you know Ricochet promos did improve because at first it was like, please don't give him mic. Then it was like, oh, he, he kind of talking now, you know. I mean, he still can do some work, but it's like, oh, he kind of he kind of talking at this point. So, man, got up there for all that. <laughs> <laughs> he said he's not I Hey, I love I love Ricochet, but I don't know about that. Part. I mean, I, I believe he I believe he working on it, but still. it's better than what it was. You you gotta give him his, his Boy, She's helping him get better. Hard. I didn't say I didn't say he had a one promos. Oh, I'm, I, I know. I'm just saying. I'm like, I just said she's helping him get more comfortable because I mean, beforehand, you know, like don't give Ricochet that mic. Now it's like, uh. You you tried to cook, but okay. I mean, so okay. If, if there was a promo battle between Bobby Lash and Ricochet, who you picking? Bobby Ricochet. Lash. Y'all were crazy. <laughs> Y'all crazy. 
Because Bobby ain't going to say too much. Bobby just going to say, I'm going to beat your ass. Yeah, you didn't hear Bobby talk that much. He was kind of like a, a non-speaking whoop your ass type. So, I mean, and Which when he did nice. talk, he did whoop your ass like he would say. Okay. Uh, You said a promo oh, promo battle, though, so that means he had to talk. Yeah, they mm-hmm. both of them going back and forth at each other. Who who gonna win? Yeah, yeah. Ricochet, but if uh, Bobby Lashley hit Ricochet with one of them Drew Drew McIntyre uh, type one liners, then, then why up. you out here talking? <laughs> shut up! It's over for <laughs> that shit was fucking hilarious when he did that. <laughs> hey, I still ain't forgave Drew Fat because he that's what. Fuck- <laughs> <laughs> It was like, hey, shut up. Damn. Uh, <laughs> anything else going on in the E? We talked about We talked about that. 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 I think we talked Your about that. Yeah, we talked about that. Um, what can the brother do for me? <laughs> He can pull me out the ring before three. What can I do? He'll pull the mask out and make me see. What can I do for me? Make no sense. He can me be the WWE champion. He can help me be the Tribal chief, tribal chief. Damn, Jimmy, it's fucked up, bro. But y'all about to take us on a ride. But I, my emotions when I found out it was Jimmy, it was, it was hurtful. But Jay was rocking that motherfucking bitch during that entrance. Like that bitch in Ford Field was rock. When I say that bitch was rocking. That bitch was rocking. We was like, do, 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 do. We was like, hey, hey. I had to put the phone down <laughs> so I could get into that shit, boy. Yeah. <laughs> that Uso beat is ridiculous. Very much. If we're done with WWE, guys, um, if you've been paying attention to social media and what's been going on in the news world, um, this weekend, unfortunately, there was an altercation that happened in Alabama, um, both Doc and Montgomery. Um, the security was just trying to do his job and let the people know on their boat that we need this area moved so we can have our boat come in so our passengers can undock. Unfortunately, some um, Caucasians were not taking that shit. and They tried to jump the security guard who was a black man. Um, it's perceived to happen one of the most historic um, best ass whoopings that we've seen in in our time uh, people are calling it the Alabama boat brawl the Alabama sweet tea party um, <laughs> different names here. Um, so yeah man have, have, have y'all seen? <laughs> Who ain't seen that shit? Oh my god! 
bro. If you, you're not Kyle, black if it, you haven't seen it. That's the thing about it. You're not black if you haven't seen it yet. It's so many Facts. different angles of this. I've seen one from on top of the boat, from inside the boat when the chairs are flying. That looked crucial. Um, people that was on the dock shot it. Um, yep. Oh, man. This was some hilarious shit. You feel me? I loved every minute of it. Those chair shots was lethal. And it, and <laughs> it, it man, it, it, that, that, that chair shot for that old man did not see any uh, uh, sex at all. It, it just went for color. Yep. <laughs> A certain color. <laughs> Did not care if it was a man or a woman. Just taking people out. I loved it. I don't care. Anybody could got it that day. Uh, I, <laughs> I still don't know. Like, I was still seeing videos of the shit. And I was like, damn. This went down. Like, they tried to get on their boat. And they walked over like, nah, don't get on the boat now. Come on back mm-hmm. off the boat. And just hit him and, and pulled him off the boat. Um, the only shout out I'll give to the one white dude. Like I don't know where he came from to to launch at the security guard to get him on the ground. But I was like, he ran in like you the one who deserved your ass kicked the most out of everybody. Cause you started the shit. He ran in and hit the dude like and then voice was like, Oh no. If you don't jump off a boat for me, we ain't friends. Um, now, I know a lot of people can't swim, but you gotta get a life vest or something. <laughs> you feel me? Gonna drown for your life. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't drown for me if you can't swim, but you better get you a life vest and, and kick your legs. They got you know that much out here in these streets. Um, but boy. They gave this uh, dude so many different names who was in the water. Have y'all seen the names? No. Michael B. Phelps was the funniest one. (laughs) Michael B. Phelps. Phelps. I saw Aquaman. (laughs) Kofi Kingfish. I saw uh, Shaquille (laughs) O'Gills. 21 Tilapia. 21 Tilapia was ridiculous. That's it. Um, nah, we gotta keep going. Um, What's it? JJ Fish? What, what was that one? Please. <laughs> yes. Uh, Scuba Gooden Jr. <laughs> um, Tariq Swim Patrick. <laughs> um, my favorite was uh, CSEA Murder. Um, <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> they called the dude who uh threw the cap up. Uh, <laughs> you know they called him Captain Black America. You know what I'm saying? He threw that signal. They said the way he threw the hat up was like when uh Captain America was calling for more in the Avengers Endgame. <laughs> Avengers assemble. That shit was wild. Um, but yeah, man. What was, what's that song that everybody be talking about? Try that in a small town. I mean, he tried it in a small town and 
the white boy out. proceeded to see what happened. He fucked around and found out, didn't he? Mm. Uh, we been recording for a little bit, guys. You know, slight pause here. Um, I don't know what else there is to talk about. <laughs> we talked about WWE. We talked about um, the boat parties. We on the boat. boat party. That's, a, that's the finale, honestly. <laughs> it's like that. The, you saved the best topic for last. Right. Okay. That's the part they're going to listen to. Okay. Um, Sean Spears, you're not the chairman anymore. The, you got to get that name up, bro. Uh, please do not call yourself the chairman anymore because uh, the way they were swinging them, that chair on the boat dock. Yeah, he the chairman. Where where is Sean Spears exactly? He had a match like a month and a half ago, or like a month ago or so on Rampage or something. And I haven't seen him since that. Before that, I hadn't seen him in a while. People, they always brought up he was injured. I know he just had a baby. Uh, I also know he wasn't getting booked on shows. So um, wherever he was at, he wasn't getting booked. So. Mm. Uh, what are they doing with him? Uh, I, you kind of forget that he's even on AEW. Um, but it's a lot of people over there like that. That's another day, another topic. Uh, I'm going to talk about that. But before we get out of here, a little indie roundup. Shout out to Isaiah Bronner uh, being the Naptown All-Pro First Champion. You know what I'm saying? Uh, shout out to uh, Calvin Tankman. You know what I'm saying? He's still a glory pro champion. Uh, Cinco could tell you about that. You know what I'm saying? He out there rolling with the peoples. Shout out to Camaro Jackson, who is in the BLP Turbo Grabs 24 tournament. You know, um, first black competitor announced for this year. Uh, every year they may have, they had like, when they keep going up, it was 8, 16, 20. Now it's at 24. You may see one or two black people in that thing. But uh, shout out to them at Black Label Pro. Uh, shout out to Erica Lay, you know, getting a match with Holly did. She told us on one of our spotlights at the beginning of January that she wanted to wrestle more women. That is starting to happen. Her and Holly did will be facing off for Enjoy Wrestling um, in August, I believe. Uh, you can check Enjoy Wrestling's Twitter page about that. But shout out to that match happening. Um, shout out to Ultraviolet being the new CCW network champion you know uh she barged not barged in she hopped in on one of the interviews that we did at ladies night out triple threat uh triple shot number two and you know now she's the ccw network champion uh shout out to the renegades twins back out here you know uh they back took a little break uh but now you see them more you know robin got that win on thursday oh uh, shout out to red velvet and Kier Hogan at Hockey Town in Detroit. Shout out to, I believe, that's it. Uh, go ahead and let them know where they can follow you. <laughs> ah, yeah, my favorite part of the show. What's the word, John? It's KTO underscore podcast. Hashtag KTO. We are KTO back in the building. This is Cinco from KTO live and direct with the Midwest Melon Mafia hanging out where we love wrestling down for the count and culture cast. But, 
until next time, you can follow us on all social media platforms, KTL underscore podcast, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, No Rose Podcast, Facebook, YouTube, No Rose Podcast, on all podcast platforms. Got Google Podcasts, got Spotify, got Anchor, got App Podcasts, got Poppy, and we are on everything. And don't forget to grab that merch too as well. Take it away. That's crazy. Wowzers. That's crazy. <laughs> Look, you can find me on social media. Um, on Instagram, of course, at down for the count underscore. It's at D4TC underscore podcast on Instagram for the pod. And for me personally, you can find me at Site Design TV too. You can also find the girls over on Twitter at down for the count 19. And we do have a merch store finally for our podcast. I will put that out as soon as possible. And I will make sure that everybody gets a shirt. And if you want to support us, please go and buy it. It is on d4tc-fourthwall.com. That is the website you can purchase the shirts from. It's all types of stuff up there. Cups, shirts, pillows, whatever you want is there. Fourth wall. We breaking the fourth wall, baby. Uh, that's some old stuff. If y'all was on uh, the YouTube in 2018, y'all can find that stuff. It's crazy. Got a lot of views. Uh, you can follow us on everything that everybody else said because we on there. We LUV Wrestling, you know, Midwest Mellon and Mafia, down for the count. Um, KTR, Culture Cash, you know, Culture Cash ain't here, but we still rep with them. Um, just look on the YouTube page. All type of spotlights, all type of match views, NXT Great American Bash last week matches, uh, some clips from SummerSlam. You know, I call them views because it's just highlights from the seat that I'm at. That's my view of the show, so I'll show you the views. Um, also, this week, Women in Wrestling tomorrow, actually, will be Caitlin Marie out of North Carolina. You know what I'm saying? She she got personality like a motherfucker. She, she, she wrestled good. Uh, she do her thing, but a lot of y'all don't got personality. And when uh, y'all listen to this podcast here, y'all see her personality. She's great. She is Polish and Puerto Rican, which is a crazy mix. Um, but yeah, check that out. Go check out the, who was the last one? Clara, the Queen City Killer. And then you go check out Cosmic. That's season five on podcast platforms, but on the YouTube, you'll just see the whole things. Also, tomorrow on the YouTube, if you're here listening to this, go to YouTube, Mercedes Martinez, Women in Wrestling Exclusive, 7 p.m. Check that out. Well, if you're listening today, 7 p.m., check that out. Mercedes Martinez. And then on Thursday, y'all know her as Alicia, uh, Alicia Fox. It's uh, Vix Crow. 10 minutes she's gonna tell y'all about her twitch stuff we gonna upload it from our conversation that we had at river city wrestling con great show but like i always say if i love the midwest melon mafia and you love the midwest melon mafia and we love the midwest melon mafia and we love wrestling yeah this bitch and that's on jesus daddy <laughs>